And this one time I was finishing up a meeting and I took off my headphones and I looked around and to my complete shock, I was surrounded by like 12 middle school boys. Now, if you know anything about middle school boys, you know why this was a shock is that your typical middle school boy is not super quiet, not super still. Usually they're moving around a lot, talking a lot, being a little bit loud and goofy, very, you know, physical, bouncy age where they're basically still kind of young kids in bigger bodies with big feelings. And so this was really, really weird. Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence, the podcast where Catholic moms like you and me learn to be embodied souls. St. Catherine of Siena said, be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. In the midst of hurry, worry, and social media, we're doing a 180 and focusing on real presence, communion, connection, natural living, and bringing eternity into our hearts and homes. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, if you have been enjoying the show, if you have found it helpful, will you do me a favor and hit that follow button? And also maybe if you really find this helpful, share it with a friend or write a review below. I am going to be reading these reviews. So anytime that you tell me the things that you like about the show, the guests that have been helpful, it helps me. It gives me feedback so that I know what to make more of what kinds of topics have been the most interesting to you. So go ahead, share with a friend, hit the follow button and write me a review. I appreciate it so much. It helps other moms like you to find this show and to benefit too. Hey guys, are you thinking about giving up social media for Lent this year? If so, I am going to be doing a private podcast to encourage any moms who want to do this, who want to focus on spending more time being present with their families. There's going to be a couple episodes coming out every week throughout Lent, and you have to sign up to get this because it is a private, not a public podcast, which means you need to get the link from me to access it. So I've put the sign up in the show notes below here, and I hope to see you there. This is one of those things where I wanted to do it as a podcast so that you don't get caught up in the you know, having to open up your browser to get the encouragement, but you don't feel so alone on this journey because it can be really tricky. I think especially as moms, we are often in our homes, not getting a lot of time with friends. And so we reach out to social media for companionship and it can be really, you know, it can be really hard to try and do something like this alone. And I want to be there for you. I want to help you with it. So go ahead, sign up below, grab that link and get those podcasts are going to be automatically showing up and you won't get distracted by having to open a browser by having to go on social media to get that encouragement it's going to all be just showing up in your podcast app one episode at a time and you can listen to it while you're doing other things folding laundry running your errands anything so hope to see you there Hey there, friends. I wanted to tell you a story today about something that happened quite a few years ago when I just had really little kids. And it's a story about something that was really, really weird and eye-opening for me. And I hope it will also be for you. But it set 
my plan and my hopes for my family in a different direction, just through noticing this strange phenomenon. So I used to go to this gym and uh, it had childcare, which was one of the reasons that I loved it. So I could get a little bit of exercise in, uh, take a shower. And sometimes afterward, I would go to the cafeteria and I used to work remotely. And sometimes I'd do things like meetings and stuff there because I knew the kids would be in childcare and it was a good window. And this one time I was finishing up a meeting and I took off my headphones and I looked around and to my complete shock, I was surrounded by like 12 middle school boys. Now, if you know anything about middle school boys, you know why this was a shock is that your typical middle school boy is not super quiet, not super still. Usually they're moving around a lot, talking a lot, being a little bit loud and goofy, very, you know, physical, bouncy age where they're basically still kind of young kids in bigger bodies with big feelings. And so this was really, really weird. And the reason they were being so quiet, I looked at them, they were all looking at their phones. Some of them were taking pictures of themselves. Some of them were just scrolling. They weren't interacting with each other, even though they were all there together in a room. They were none of them talking to or playing with each other. And it was so bizarre. And I remember looking at that and thinking to myself, is this the future of this generation? This is my children's generation. Is this the future of their interactions? Is this the future of their social life? And I didn't like that. I thought it seemed weird and unnatural and unfulfilling. And for all that, you know, they were supposedly connected to everyone in the universe through their phone, they seemed so disconnected. And frankly, it became so clear to me in that moment that this was not what I wanted for my family. This is not what I wanted for my children. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to begin to carve out a different path for my family. And you know what? I found it really hard. Because when I'm tired or lonely or overwhelmed, screen time is such an easy option to deal with those feelings. And when I don't have support, screen time is really helpful as an interim babysitter. So how do you go about figuring out how to use it as a tool in a way that it doesn't become an addiction, in a way that it doesn't harm your relationships? Because I think it's really important to be realistic about this. Now, do I think screen time is evil? No. But the question is, are we using it intentionally or is it really something that's controlling us? Because when we're not, when we're addicted, when we're not controlling ourselves, when we're not using it like a tool, when it's become just a habit or something we use to fill up all of our time, that's not healthy. And I really, I think one of the best examples that we can have of this for 
what, you know, Michael would be for my children is Blessed Carlo Acutis. You know, he was a teenager in the 90s and learned really well how to limit himself. He liked things like computer programming, he liked video games, but he managed his time so well and didn't lose sight of the important things. Blessed Carlo Acutis, pray for us. So when I set about trying to figure out how I wanted to teach this to my children, one of the things that came to mind was the idea of how children learn. And there's three things that go into the way a child learns. And one is themselves, their actions, their choices, their interests. And those are things that are outside of our control. The second thing is their environment. And the third thing is the adults around them, the teacher, the prepared adult, as Montessori would call it. And as their parent, I have control over two of those things. I have control over their environment. I have control over myself and my preparedness and the example I set. So when we're approaching this idea of how do we build this culture, how do we teach our children this way of life, it has to start there. It has to start with ourselves, our own choices, behaviors, example, teaching, and second, the environment we build. And that's what this Lenten challenge is about. It's about starting with yourself, with setting an example, with making that inner change so that the Technology doesn't control you, you are using it as an intentional tool. And this is very, very individualized, the way you're going to go about it. But it's not about controlling our children when we think about screen time, when we think about it. We have to respect that they have free will, we have to respect that they have autonomy. And if I want to set a pattern for their life, it has to be in that framework of knowing that they're going to make their own choices. I don't think a top-down approach tends to result in them making those good choices in the long run. Like I really, I noticed, at least in my experience, the kids who had such a restriction on their screen time growing up tended to be the ones who became like video game addicts in college. And so I didn't think that was how I wanted to go. So what I think is really true as moms is we have to start with ourselves and we have to start with the environment. So we need to see if we are living the lifestyle we're hoping our children will live. And if we're creating an environment that is inviting our children to live in the real world, one where the real world is better and more satisfying and more fulfilling than screen time. And that's really challenging. So I wanted to invite you on a Lenten challenge. I have a link below that is for a special podcast that you can sign up for where if you are planning to give up social media or anything screen time related, you can sign up there and it's going to be to encourage you in a way that you don't have to get on your browser and get on the internet and get trapped in those old habits so you can sidestep it completely. Sign up below. I'm putting out a couple podcasts each week throughout Lent, and I want to work with you really closely. So you'll also be on my email list once you do this, and I'll be sending you out 
some steps for preparing for Lent, you can also email me back if you have questions, if you have particular challenge points, I want to hear about them and help you through it and just be a friend to you on this journey. Focus on how this is so much bigger than just you and me, and this is about the next generation and where things are going. It's free, it's going to take just a few minutes a week for you, but help you to stay on track and not to feel alone in this journey.